This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, thanks for joining us on a new music Friday. This is the new music Friday edition of the Lori and Julia show. Every Friday we uh, pick some songs, mostly Lori picks some songs that (laughs) she thinks that we should all be listening to. And they're they're usually pretty good. Yeah, listen, I just go by entertainment tonight. I I, ET online. I like their new music Friday because... They make it easy because they put all the songs in one story. They're on top of like that, like last week, how we found out about Silk Sonic, right. uh, which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Uh, and you just call call the group by the door. What's the name of the song? Leave the door open. Leave the door open. Leave the door open. But that's I don't Silk, like Son- Silk Sonic. I just wish there were Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. But it's just a collab, yeah, and they've got a whole band. And if you watch the video uh, to this song, I mean, it feels very groovy. Oh, I love the song. But he, watch the video and okay. the groovy vibe. Wouldn't you say Rocco is pretty oh, strong? Yeah. I can't wait to hear more. When does I'm I'm going to look up when the rest of the album comes yeah, out? Yeah. So um, their whole stunt this week about uh, asking the Grammys to perform that that would everyone was in on that. Yes. It's Bruno Mars. He hasn't released uh, new music since 2019. So anyway, ET does make it easy. But here we have our our Hollaback girl Gwen Stefani. She's uh, reintroducing herself, and I think she got the advice, go back to your Hollaback and that L.A.M.B. album. Uh, that was such a great it album. Was. And so here's the song. It's called Slow, Cap, Slow Clap. It's so Gwen Stefani. Yeah. I like it, though. I like it, though. Mm-hmm. So it's called Slow Clap. All right, so that's one. Um, now we, here we go. So they told her go back to that. Remember, she was sort of lost for a while. Oh, with musically, oh, big time. She didn't like. Yeah. Anyway, and probably anyone goes through that. That's a musician now, Selena Gomez. Um, we played maybe a month ago her um, single "Baya Conmigo," and yes. it was a duet with somebody. It was really beautiful, and so the whole Spanish language album that she's been talking about, like. She's this is like a ten years in the making. Wow! For for this, and so this is um, what's the name of the song? The song is Adios. Adios. From the, oh. uh, EP Revelacion. Okay, thank you. Okay, here it is. She's such a pretty yeah, voice. He, he I does. She just has a pretty voice. So that's fun to dance to. Adios. Salsa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, Joshua Bassett, who is the Zac Efron. Uh, object of the song Driver's License mm-hmm. by Olivia Rodrigo, and he was on with Olivia on High School Musical, the musical, the TV series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
he has a new album out, but he debuted on YouTube. Just this is who I am. And it was a whole like a, an awkwardly embarrassing three and a half minutes of who he was. So I just didn't even bother, didn't even bother. bother with too Joshua much too much talking from him. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. Now this is a best new artist nominee, um, for the Grammys this week. Chica, the song is called my future. And it's a cover of uh, a Billie Eilish song. Oh, it is. Yeah, I didn't know that till I looked it up. But okay, so I think this sounds pretty great. I'm in love doing covers, covers of your music, but I love, I love her this. voice. I, I love, absolutely love this. Yeah, Chica, Chica. Okay, my future. That is. I that's like really that. good. And then, okay, so let's move to uh, uh, an America's Got Talent finalist. Okay, her name is Mandy Harvey, and uh, the song is called Masterpiece. And the music video is really cool because the whole thing, it's a very, uh, it's kind of everyday heroes, but it's like uh, uh, a lot of other people. But the whole thing is an American sign language as well as just, you know, this singing yeah. and everything. But um, and after I had watched Riz Ahmed on Stephen Colbert and he was talking about that movie, The Sound of Metal, and he just said, you know, People who are in the deaf community actually look at people who speak and think you, you, you're missing out on so much richness because American Sign Language is so rich in how all the expression and everything. And And then you watch this video; it was just like, whoa! It was just so cool. Um, But the song is called Masterpiece. It's just like a fun, positive song. Like all, all your life, you're working on your own masterpiece. It's just it's good. And then. We always, we always have to do a local um, spin on new music. And last night on Stephen Colbert, I'm like, I was looking to see who was on Aaron Paul, you know, Jesse from Breaking yes, Bad. Yes, yes, He's dyed his hair a very bad brown, but it must be for a movie. Okay. Like, I'm talking, you know, John Fogarty bad. Oh, bad. You know, it's yeah. like that red brown that... There doesn't Paul even McCartney. exist. It doesn't. It it's, doesn't exist. It's when the gray comes in and you're just trying to. But he, how he can't. He's be, young, but you know, people but go some gray. People go gray. Okay, so I think it's for a movie, overly okay. dyed. And I'm like, oh, I love him. I want to see what Jesse's up to. And then I see Lake Street Dive, a local band, local band. But they've gone national. They've been on a on a late night show. I can't remember which Have one you seen before. Marco? I don't know that they're local. Are they? Well, I don't know. I, I always mean, I think they are because the band is Lake Street, Street Dive. I so I just always think that. <laughs> and I've seen them here. And there is the band is named after a Lake Street Dive Bar or something. So like. And we had and a Lake Street Dive bowling alley went national this week. So. That's, That's right. right. The Brian Lake Bowl. And it uh, all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. But I saw this band. I had heard about them. Probably Chris Schneider wrote about mm-hmm. them or Ross Rayla. And they played at the Caboose like two summers ago outside, outside. Yeah. and it was like we were just casey and i were just like oh my that. god because they're kind of a r&b but so they're just so cool they're just such a fun band so they have a new album coming out tomorrow this is their first sing- single it's called the hypotheticals and it seemed like they were like in a cabin sauna. It was all wood. It, it and looked cool. It looked like a cool yeah, place. Yeah, really so. did. Cool. And by the way, they're going to be on CBS uh, this morning, tomorrow. Awesome. Morning. Nice. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah doesn't I like it? it? Yeah, their album is called Obviously, but yeah, they're who's ever. I mean, they're on for them to get, you know, the B 
be on Colbert, and then they're right. going to be on CBS Saturday. Awesome. So that is very, very cool for that band. So um, anyway, so yeah, that's... There's some that's, good music in there. The, Thanks, Laura. Good, and and uh, it's time to get to your random thoughts, because I know you've been working on them, you know, like nonstop. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I know. Let's go. Oh, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so tomorrow night, daylight savings time starts. And so we are springing forward. So we're losing an hour. That's the hard one. That's a hard one. That's the hard one. They basically say, you know, some of the things that we should be doing when we set our clocks forward or back during the years is this is a good time to check out your smoke alarm batteries, your carbon monoxide batteries Mm -hmm. for safety, But basically what happens is it messes with our circadian rhythm. And the spring is the hardest one when we bounce forward because people find it harder to get up earlier than to stay up later. Bingo. Mm -hmm. So the first night on average, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to lose about 40 minutes of actual sleep. Oh, wow. And it's harder to fall asleep and stay awake for about a week during the changeover. But here are some of the other side effects that I don't think people usually think about. Because there is a bill again, Julia, in front of... I saw uh, that. In front of uh, somebody in... Uh, gover- in I don't know if it's the Congress, first or Senate, to stop with the daylight savings Stop time. it. We don't need to be doing... So erratic driving. There may, may be more car accidents on Monday after daylight savings time due to fuzzier thinking. I'm going to tell you why. I got a theory. Why? Because people are driving and people don't want to wait to do anything anymore. And they think while they're driving, they're going to adjust their clock. On their car? While they're driving. Or on their phone and on everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And they get distracted because we've been used to no car. I don't know. Of course, this is every year this happens. Uh, every year this but happens. But I think people are fixing their, their clock while they're driving. And then they forget to put on the brakes. Fender render. I used to have to do it with a pen <laughs> on my old car. I don't even know what I do on my new car. Probably because our phones—it's so cool with your phones. Like when you are in the goes. Florida time zone, you come back here, it just goes. Yeah, our cars will soon be like that because after all, they park for us now. <laughs> and doesn't some states still not do it? Like Arizona, yes. Arizona, yes. Mexico, a couple years ago decided to just stay on Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Because they used to do daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. So it, people do not do. I don't know. Uh, the, the thing, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. I kind of feel about. It. I feel like they're. We did it for the farmers, and yeah. if we need to keep doing it for the farmers. What, keep, what's? What, I don't know. Do they still need it? I yeah. I don't yeah. know. Something. The farmers and the school kids. Yeah, there you go. And we are. <laughs> you might overspend and overeat as well. Oh. Because um, a Canadian study found out that our brains seek out novelty as a port, as a way to stay awake. Uh-huh. Um and sleeping uh, when you sleep less, you make worse choices, you eat high, high calorie really? food. I, I mean this, this is not like we're I, going on a jet plane. That's when you really get 1 hour of sleep what up. it does to us. Oh. What it does. Okay, so well, okay, guys, so we're springing forward. We're springing morning. forward. Don't forget it. Anybody who has an appointment or gym class means, or church yeah, on that's going to come earlier. It is. Yeah. It is. Remember that. Um, okay, so when do you guys think Friday, the Friday feeling hits everybody when you just decide it's the weekend? No, I know for, for me us, it's like Wednesday when I get to bowling. <laughs> right. Okay, okay, that's okay. seriously. But on Fridays, 
Oh, on Friday. On Fridays. I've already had the Friday feeling at so least. So you're ahead of time. I'm, a, I'm a ahead of it, but yeah. I, I don't know. We used to start that. We used to say the weekend starts on Wednesday around here, but lately it hasn't been. Psychologically, it is the best way going, to, go to go into the rest of the week optimistic is yeah. to feel like Wednesday. But it's it's probably different depending on if you have if you kids work, or well, where you work and, and all that. And a lot that. of times for us, it feels like it starts at 6 o'clock on Friday night and we're way past the game. From oh, a yeah. work perspective. Rocco, yeah. when do you go into weekend mode? Uh, as soon as the Friday happy hour trivia jukebox is over. Okay. Then, then it's just coasting. Just coasting? I'm like, yeah, all that. Yeah. All my struggles are behind me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the average person goes from work mode. Like noon no, on Friday? to weekend mode. It's at 2.52. It happened before oh, we even yeah. got on the air. Yeah. And one in seven people say they always try to finish their work early in Fridays. I uh-huh. think that's been easier. Over 60% of us um, think they have something to look forward to on a Friday, especially this time of the year when it's brighter later, the sun's out more, you know, you can go, it feel, it just feels better. Yeah. Um, and um, since COVID... 38, almost 40% of us appreciate our weekends more, of course. Of course. Really? And, um, one in six Haven't people always appreciated their I weekends? Know, but that I to me seems strange. That it's even more, I think it's just been the... Because we haven't been able to do anything on the right, weekend. exactly. We, you know, I mean, my, I, unless you were like an introvert who was just going to be watching a lot of TV or, you know, staying home and But the people who work cozy. from home, had their work stuff on their dining room table, maybe Got they can it. put it away and right. everything. Right, I see what like you're saying. Like that. And one in six people truly don't feel like it's a weekend until they've had their first sip of a little adult beverage. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Mm-hmm. 6.30. Yeah, is that what time you get home? Mm-hmm, yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Casey That's always has a glass of Chardonnay poured for me for on Friday night because I really, I don't... Uh, except for the bowling alley, you know, I like to yeah. have two drinks. I do not drink during the week, and I, I just never had, that's never been the thing. I guess I was saving up my cocktails for, going for the out. weekend. Well, that's and, all I can yeah. think of. I mean, because you can't, I mean. You can't do it every The night. last time that I, you know, could, like, drink, like, I could drink on a regular, consistent basis with one day off was definitely my 20s. Oh, I gave it you a, have pushed that thing Well, no, that. but I'm, I'm saying not counting sure. vacations or go, sure. going away or, right. I mean, not that I would, but I'm saying like in your 20s, you would just like stay home one day a week, maybe. Right, right Rocco? I mean, yeah. you just like, yeah. there was always, you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Break. And you could totally do it without feeling, you know, bad, bad, really. Sign of the times. Sign of the times. The, uh, <laughs> your, I guess your liver is saving you from yourself. There you go. That sounds about right. That- oh my gosh. I, I'm like. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Waiting because I'm like, where's our Sarah smile? Where's our Hall and Oates I'm song? I'm new here. Okay, here, here's Okay, we got to have this before we can officially. Thank you. There it, there it is. is. Now we can bring her there Now we is. can say hi to Sarah Rogers. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> hi, ladies. <laughs> oh, nice to hear your voice. Nice to hear yours. Well, I hear it all the time, actually, because I'm a big fan of the show. I was just saying, I was uh, at uh, Target yesterday. We're driving up to Target. And I was listening to the show. I couldn't get out of the car to go and do my Target shopping because I wanted to hear everything you had to say. I had to wait till the commercial came on. Oh, my. Well, what were we so talking nice. about? You were talking about Meghan Markle. Oh, yeah. You were talking about uh, I could... Sharon Osbourne, Osbourne and uh, Cheryl. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. I could have talked about that all day long and, uh, you know, that uh, that 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 just it's I don't know why it's fascinating because we have racism that happens in yeah. real life and here, you know, in the Twin Cities and all of this. But I guess there's just something about the fact that see if it happens all the way there, then, of course, it's pervasive everywhere right. else. And it seems almost easier in a way to talk about this stuff than really getting, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm making any yeah. sense. Well, I was surprised Sharon Osbourne took that stance. Oh, I did like the fact that Cheryl kept her cool about it, really yeah. just wants to get the dialogue, you know, discussion going uh, about racism. And I believe Meghan Markle. Of some course. Oh, right. Totally. Totally. And, uh, you know, and I just applaud Harry for doing the right thing. Yes. You know? I mean, I do watch that crown, and mm-hmm. so I believe in the firm. Right. And, yes. <laughs> how things are going on and things are being decided whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And and uh, if Megan was being treated any way like Diana was being treated and how she felt. And she was. Know, yes. Something needed to be done, and they did it. Yep. So do I wish they had to kind of talk about it on Oprah? No. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish it could have, you know, been handled within the family, some of the differences, but... This is, in a lot of ways, because the discussion is going on, and maybe mm-hmm. we can make some headway, make some changes. Absolutely. That's right. And Megan is an American girl, so she's got receipts and took notes. I mean, she's she mm-hmm. she was a successful actress and a independent woman in her own right. She wasn't Diana, a 19-year-old virgin, exactly. selected right. for, for Prince Charles. So, yeah, I could just totally... Uh, and then the whole crown, you know, especially this last season, it won so many awards for the main acting. It, really remembering, because it is with distance that long ago, but really how, like, it was terrible how Diana was treated, not just by the paparazzi in the press, but within the firm. Yes, yes. It really was eye-opening to experience that. I mean, I have such empathy for what she was going through and how she felt. And, I mean, I'm surprised that she didn't end up taking her own life to say, you know what I mean? There was just yeah. so much pressure and just right. feeling alone and isolated. And, and she was from an aristocratic family. She was invited to Sandringham Palace with yeah. her family 
for Christmas since she was a little girl. She was of aristoc- an, an aristocratic she was background that way. and all yes. of that. So, and still treated that and way. And still treated mm-hmm. that way because mm-hmm. everybody who isn't quote, royal, quote unquote, you're an outsider. That's just yeah. it. And Meghan yeah. and Harry could have really brought them all the glamour and star par- power, and William could have, you know, shined. And I guess that still could happen, but small-minded thinking in the old institution. Yeah, so it is something how history might be repeating itself, you know, the mm-hmm. way Charles didn't like that Diana was getting all the oh. attention, and it's been said that uh, William and Catherine didn't like all the attention that Harry and Meghan were getting either, so... Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but if if that is the thing that was kind of what drove the wedge between them, that's really sad. It's yeah, it Shakespearean. It's a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, I loved her, too. I watched, you know, them yeah. get married as well. I mean, right. I, you know, I just because she wasn't, you know, coming from royalty. Right. right. So it just made us all feel like we yeah. could, you know, be princesses. And, right, you know, right. And, and anything could happen. Yeah, that's so, so true. And I'm a romanticist. So I loved happy endings anyway. Yeah. Same, Sarah. So. Okay, same. so Sarah, of course, uh, for people who may not uh, know, she is the trend correspondent for the Mall of America. She is just a fabulous person with everything fashion. And we haven't had you on as much this year because, quite honestly, fashion was not a priority yeah. at the beginning and all this kind of stuff. But in this year of living in sweatpants, I feel like people are, we're seeing that we're going to be able to go out. We're all going to be vaccinated. Hopefully, you know, within the next two months, I think people are going to want to get some fashion and step it up. We're ready to get out of sweatpants. And we're seeing an uptick as well. Are you? Some of the the numbers of people shopping are higher than, you know, they've been. So, and, and just being at the mall as much as I am myself, I see a lot of people out shopping. When they're out picking up items themselves, they're, almost everybody is in sweats. Mm-hmm. Pants, leggings, <laughs> right. Joggers, that jeans. is the that is the fashion, though. That is the uniform du jour. Yep. Retailers are on top of it, and they are giving us lots of options. Even with that, I mean, we've got Fabletics, you know, Lululemon, you know, there are just uh, numerous stores. They're all offering that casual attire, and there's lots of beautiful colors out there and matched. Sets are a big trend this season. So you can get those sweatsuits and pinks and aquas and greens and, you know, prints and tie-dye. And, and so you've got just numerous uh, options to dress casually and still be feel really fashionable and, and comfortable. All right, so what about if we don't want to wear sweatpants? What if we sweatpants? don't want to wear sweatpants yeah. that we're ready to, like, get wear dressed up and look something and look, you know sexy or pretty or whatever the the look is, but something other than what we would wear fashionably around the house. Okay. So jackets, you know, if you like, if you like, Mm -hmm. I love jackets. We do too. Jackets are back big time, plaid, uh, double breasted seems to be very popular. We're still seeing more of that shirt jacket style. Mm -hmm. Okay. A lot of that for fall and winter as well. So shacket, they call it because it's a combination. I love that one. You taught us shacket. I like that. (laughs) I like that little name for it, too. And cropped is big. Cropped jackets, cropped tops. Uh, you, you just 
are going to see a lot of that bralettes that are exposed, mm-hmm. you know, and wearing that even under a jacket. So if you've got it like that, I mean, it's I love so that 80s. That's so yeah. 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love that crop style, but I need my pants to come up super high. Same, right. Uh, so there's just a sliver of skin showing on me because mm-hmm. I've got stuff I'm trying to hide. But it's out there. The high-rise pant is still really popular. If you're looking for something new, go with that wide leg. Okay. And move into that straight leg. The and then is still there. Okay, so if you, get, if you get the wide leg pant... What is the fashion rule for how you're wearing, uh, what kind of a top? Does it depend on how big busted you are? I can't remember. That's a really good point. And the general guideline is if the bottom is fuller, then your top should be more fitted. Okay. So you just want to have for proportion. You don't Mm -hmm. want to have volume on both ends. Otherwise, you just kind of get lost in the sauce. Right. So we (laughs) want to make sure one end is at least fitted. Right. So, and even if you're bigger busted, you can still go fitted, but you'll want to go with a silhouette that's flattering for your bust line. Maybe it's a V-neck. That's mm-hmm. always an easy one. Mm-hmm. And something, and that's always the winning silhouette is if you are defining your waist, if you can find a way to define your waist and create that look of balance, that's your winning combination right there. All right, the waist, that, yeah. that waist. Mm-hmm. Do people mm-hmm. know where their waist is? Well, let's see. Yeah, let's you see. do. Uh-huh. I know a lot of us, we've been hiding that and wearing, and, and fashion last year, we had a lot, and you're still, I'm still seeing some of it, but I want to keep you moving. We're still seeing the oversized sweatshirts, mm-hmm. so that's when your slimmer bottom will right. be more popular. So if you like that for comfy and, and lounging around, I still like that too, but that's not my A game. Yeah. You know, the A game is when you are defining that waist. So when I'm working with my clients, you know, we've got the personal style shopping at the Mall of America, I'm constantly telling them there's good, better, best. Yeah. Even I sometimes don't wear my best. I'll, I'm okay with good because I liked it. Maybe I love the color, but sure. it wasn't my best silhouette. Mm-hmm. So, But know what your best is. So when you need to bring it, you do. Yeah, that Got is it. that is so true. What about, true. Sarah, what colors? What colors oh. and jackets and stuff right now? Well, I'm seeing pastels and brights. So you'll see, you know, your classic black and white is out there, of course, but look for a lot of blues. They're, they're really enticing us with colors, yellows, pinks. There's so many pretty neon. It's all out there, too. I think kind of to delight our spirits. Okay. Yeah. You know, when I see it, you know, you do. It's like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see these colors, you just gravitate toward them, even in a raincoat. So I'm really loving that, um, you know, the colors, because I do, I admit it, and I love it, actually. I wear a lot of black, especially mm-hmm. in fall and winter. Yeah. But when spring and summer comes around, I like to really, you know, add some color into into the mix, even if it's a color that works with black. Yeah, yeah, so. right, with a coat or something like that. Um, yeah, that you always have such good ideas uh, for us. And I, it'll be interesting to see, you know, the sociologists and people have been speculating that, okay, with the COVID and the light at the end of the tunnel, the vaccinations and getting around this, Will this be like the 1918 flu epidemic, which like two years after that ended, ushered in the roaring 20s and fashion became very extravagant and people were just like really, you know, lot you know, really like living life. 
Mm-hmm. I wonder if that will happen again. I wonder if we'll see that in fashion, like with having more color, having more fun. Maybe there's going to be a little bit more um, comfort too, and maybe some of like high Lori heels wants or the flapper dress to come back. No, I wouldn't mind it, but I, even even <laughs> I want someone to just like in two inch wedges and like kind of like stop thinking. You know, orthopedic to four-inch heels. I mean, I just want some more fun and function functionality. I guess yeah. to happen. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, uh, those wedge heels. I think we are going to see some of those. Uh, there are lots of shoes out there that are for us girls that you know really want to be stylish, but a little bit closer to the ground. But for the ladies that really feel comfortable in those heels. There's something There's, out there for you too. I bet Listen they're going to sell a ton of shoes. I think so too. I bet. Yes. I bet shoes will be one of the big selling first things. I think so. I was in the Aldo shoe store, and I know I was trying to get a few styles for my segment with Twin Cities Live, and they're like sold out in orange, sold out in yellow, oh, sold good. out in blue, in my size. Mm-hmm. So, so people are going for the color, and it's just an easy way to. I think update your wardrobe, work back to some of the things that you have, because we kind of missed a year. You know what I mean? It's yeah. This time last year, I know I had purchased some things that I didn't even get a chance to really wear yet. Right. Because all of a sudden COVID happened and we were in stay-at-home so right. mode. So it's um, fun to kind of be able to wear some of those things and then also add some of the newer things. There's just so many things that I think will make you feel good, and that's what fashion is all about. And are there good sales going on right now at the mall? There are. Well, we're still seeing some clearance things with um, winter. Okay. And then some stores are having their little promos, you know, just to kind of get you going with your spring wardrobe. Okay. Yes, for sure. I think you'll find some deals. Wonderful. Sarah, thank you so much. We got to go. It's so great to talk to you, and hopefully it's not going to be so long before the next time. that sounds great. Keep up the great work, ladies. I love you guys. Oh, we love you, you too. Thanks a lot. You can follow Sarah at Sarah Rogers, S-A-R-A Rogers.com on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speak! I can't wait for you to Hollywood Speak this, Julia. Don't be, don't be. Uh, I think it was uh, Wednesday night, so we're a day behind on this, but Nick Jonas and and his wife Priyanka Chopra Jonas revealed on TikTok that they Are would be announcing the nominations in all 23 categories mm-hmm. for this year's Oscars. Their PR people worked overtime. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. They're P- She's got a book to sell. He's got a new album to sell. They're Were there? Fi- they're, it's unrelated. No one wants to do this job anymore? I don't think so. What? Why? And why? And they have more social media influencing going on, and that's why the Oscars probably wanted them. Oh, my gosh. Because he's got gosh. so many followers. You know what? This is, I'm just going to say this. It, you're when just these going two, at the disconnect because these two haven't starred in any movies. When these two break up, the internet will not be surprised either. It feels like we shouldn't have to like awkwardly watch them try to be a cute, famous A-list mm-hmm. couple reading the names of the Oscar nominations. And then we're going to have to see in real time in their house 
the all these things that we're going to make judgment about their relationships. It's just if I were their PR people, I would just say. You two are not good enough actors to pull this off. Well, they first of all shouldn't have ever got the job, but now that they have it, I'm kind of thinking it'll be fun. I'm I'm for it. Why not? We can watch it. But you know, usually you have Oscar nominee. You actually have movie stars. No one wants to do it. No, I don't know if that's it. I think you hit the nail on the head. Social media. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That their PR people worked, and overtime. worked overtime. And this was an easier year. Nobody really wanted it. No one cares. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, according to... Vanity Fair, there's an expose story about Army Hammer. Yes. And his fall from Hollywood grace and out of his marriage and everything yes. else. Um, about his, you know, he's a bondage guy, but he also might be into cannibalism. I mean, it just it couldn't, was so weird. It that couldn't go. You can't get much worse yes. in a in a publicist wife, girl, you know, mode. I mean, this was just so so apparently the story is. The reason why the divorce, remember how it seemed like, boom, yep. out of the blue? Apparently, he sent a quote-unquote raunchy text to her that was meant for somebody else. Oh. so she Now, I want to know what raunchy is as the code word, the Hollywood speak for that, given what we now know about Army Hammer. What did the text say? Oh, you're going to make me say this. I'm going to make you just I kind can't of... wait to tie you up. Tie you up again. Gag you. Tie you up uh-huh. again. And then set a little match under your toes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Use some I mean, charred toe. Right. I don't know. Something. I can't wait to be in a ring of fire with you. Who knows? Ooh. But it's just weird. It but, was, but you know, she knew it wasn't for, for her, based right, on right, the right. Uh, you know, I feel like you know, she, the, these two. Like, I don't feel like if you are in to kinky yeah. tying up bondage and all of that, you know, and that if that's your thing, I feel like he and Elizabeth did have, of course, they had have some a that. thing that like they shared that, but, but it, there was something else in that quote-unquote, raunchy text that had to do with eating the thigh bone and mm-hmm. not in not, and in a more explicit way. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, and then and right you've away... you never asked me to do this before. Why are you asking me via text? No, I'm not, but I'm yeah. just saying that... that no, I'm, I'm just teasing. Ding, That's, ding, ding, yeah. that rang all her bells. And uh, and then uh, Vanity Fair says it was Dumois that broke that story all open. But Dumois is an Instagram... It's like um, 
gossip girl for celebrity gossip. Do more. The Insta account. That's basically what it is. You're getting narration by a gossip girl because it's just screen grabs and people blindly, you know, putting Putting things things out there. Anyway, um, Vanity Fair gave Dumois credit for this Army Hammer story, but Dumois on uh, their Insta page said, no, au contraire, that there were a lot of outlets were all reporting it at the same time. Daily Mail. Got it. Something like that. Okay. Um, So uh, yesterday, the talk, I watched it. I wanted to see the awkwardness with all of the hosts after Sharon Osbourne was such a talk show British posh Karen talking down and all around to Cheryl Underwood about that Cheryl had to give her examples of how Pierce Morgan was a racist. Yes. Her. I yes. mean, Cheryl, I would have just said, you got all damn day. Right. You got somewhere to go after the oh, show. Lori, I didn't get, honestly, you know what I mean? Honestly. And Cheryl was being really nice. Yep. Yesterday the show opens and it's Amanda Klutz, um, who's f- new, new to the show this uh-huh. year. And she goes like, I mean, she, and she's so darling, which clearly we, we at the talk are a talk show family. And just like any regular family, sometimes we have disagreements. All right, let's get talking. And then just brought up something. Didn't talk about it, brought up something. They didn't throw it to Sharon right away. It was so awkward that they didn't address the elephant in the room because then it came out that... Like the other women of the host. They had a big talk after the show the day before. They, yeah. No, after, after that yes. happened, right after that, and that people were furious and upset. And Sharon. Um, Tell me your statement. She apologized. Uh, this is what she says. She apologized today. It's a, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry to anyone of color that I offended or to anyone that feels confused or let down by what I said. I am truly sorry. That is a big blanket. That is. <sighs> That's a non-apology apology. Yeah, I panicked, felt blindsided, got defensive, so making excuses, but making excuses, and then followed my fear and horror of being a racist takeover. And then nothing hurt.